0: So I want to share what I think is an incredibly major and important message about Rosh Hashanah that really changes the whole complexion of the day when we look at it in this light. For most of us, Rosh Hashanah is a scary time. We know we're not perfect. We know that there are things for which we should be judged and perhaps even punished. And we begin to feel that our job is to kind of beat ourselves up and to acknowledge, you know, the evil that we are, and maybe, maybe we can plead for forgiveness. But the truth is that Rosh Hashanah does not involve any pleading. We don't say once that we're sorry or confess. Rosh Hashanah is not about that at all. I want to share what I think Rosh Hashanah really is about based on a very important Midrash that the rabbis tell us about the original Rosh Hashanah. The original Rosh Hashanah, Happens on the sixth day of creation when man was created. And essentially the message of this midrash is that in the first hour when man was thought about, right? The second hour God consulted with the angels, and the I'm you know, not going through the whole thing, in the ninth hour, in the eighth hour, um God actually breathed life into the form that was man. In the ninth hour, he was commanded about not eating from the tree of knowledge. In the tenth, he transgressed. In the eleventh, he was judged. And in the twelfth, he was pardoned. A lot happened very quickly that day. Now, here's the key. Hashem, the Holy One, blessed be he, said to Adam, this is a sign for your children. In the same way that you, Adam, stood in front of me in judgment on this day and were pardoned, so too in the future will your children stand in front of me in judgment on this day and be pardoned in front of me. When? On the seventh month, on the first of the month. What we call Rosh Hashanah. So my question is very, very simple and obvious. Why was the first man pardoned? He never said, I'm sorry. He said, God, the woman that you gave me, she gave me to eat and I ate. And us, on Rosh Hashanah, here in the future, we don't ask for forgiveness, so why are we pardoned? And by the way, it sounds so good, you know, we get Rosh Hashanah and we're pardoned. Why do we need to go to Shul? Why do we need to Daven? Hashem is going to forgive us, just like He forgave first man. And my answer is very clear, very simple. There's one thing we need to do on Rosh Hashanah. We need to stand in front of Hashem and know that we're accountable. That's the only thing God wants from us. We are accountable. We acknowledge by standing in front of him that he is king of the world. And what we do makes a difference to him. And we are accountable. And we can be called to test for anything that we did wrong. We don't even need to ask for forgiveness. As long as we know that we're accountable, God says you're pardon. And to me, that's what Rosh Hashanah is all about. It's about walking into Shul With the idea that Hashem is not looking to punish us. He's looking for us to learn that we are accountable. That what we do matters to him. And if we accept that, simply simply by itself, accept that, then he wants to and will inscribe us in the book of life. Just like he pardoned the original man, despite the fact that he told the first man, on the day that you will eat from it, you will die. He lived 930 years. That means that God gave man the opportunity to live and to become who he needed to become in his lifetime. And that's what we're asking for in Rosh Hashanah. Please, Hashem, we know that we're accountable. Let us live so that we can fulfill the person that we need to become despite whatever we've done wrong in the past. Now, obviously, we have to fully internalize that being accountable means doing different actions. It's one thing to pay lip service to the idea of accountability. And then you immediately go back to being the person that you were. So first man also accepted the responsibility. And for that reason, he was not willing to go back to live with his wife for a long time because he knew he needed to fix himself and fix that relationship. So, too, we also need to do things that tell us to ourselves that we are actually going to change and begin the process of change. But the pardoning happens by knowing viscerally that we are accountable. That's how we need to approach Hashanah, and really we don't need any trepidation at all. Just need to get real. It's Hashem, you're right, we have to change because we know we're accountable. Any questions or comments? Yes, Joseph.
1: This is kind of a continuation of the thought you had in the previous show um, this morning. So the question was, how do you know, how can we find out what God wants from us? And my thought was that to find something, you have to, to, first of all, to use a lot of experiments, trial and errors, but also introspection. Uh, and how do we know that we are going the right way is that, you know, there is a saying, you hit the zone. You feel like you live in the zone. because like work doesn't feel like work. Um, hardship doesn't feel like a hardship. The sun, the colors are brighter. This, I think that's where maybe we can discover in this moment what God wants from us.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent question. How should we know what it is that God wants from us? How can we figure that out and live that? So, you know, obviously we know that we have to adhere to the mitzvot, but that doesn't really paint the whole picture. So um, if you like, we can devote the next couple of weeks to working on that. I can tell you that one very important element for me is what I feel inspired to do that seems to be calling me to do it. And I have certain proofs from that from Maimonides and other places, uh, it, you know, it used to be we had prophets who could perhaps tell us nowadays, I do think a lot does depend on the introspection and the paying attention to what does it feel like I'm being called to do. And obviously that can also sometimes lead us the wrong way because maybe we have selfish motivations, et cetera. So, you know, there's more to discuss on it. But I do think that that's an important element. Thank you. Yeah, Ethan. Uh, I guess I have trouble seeing how um, how Adam was holding himself accountable. He's basically saying, "Look, God, it wasn't me. It was it was the woman you gave me." Like, is that is that really being honest and and holding yourself accountable and not? I mean, not taking responsibility so much in that regard. Yeah, no, 100%. Initially, he did not uh, take the correct responsibility. So then you ask, okay, so where do we see that he did? My answer is that he wasn't moaning and groaning and griping about the horrible punishments that he was then given after he made that statement. And what we all, the only thing that we find is that they got dressed uh, recognizing their nakedness later and we don't find that he was balking or rejecting or complaining say no that uh, that's as opposed to most of us like no how could you treat me that way well you know maybe i did wrong but you know i wasn't that wrong etc. whatever our excuses that we don't just start with but that we conclude with understood yeah that's understood. what i think that's definitely a good point that's you know that's an approach but there's i'm sure more to be thought about there on your question very good rabosei Everybody should have a tremendously blessed year with good health, with the answers to all the things that are plaguing them, uh, especially those of financial security or physical health and finding their purpose. God willing. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rabbi. Amen. Thank you, Rabbi. Ruben, I hope that that, that fit the bill.